You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha ha ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, fasten your seatbelts, folks, because it is the second hour of power with your resident fishologist, huntologist, and all around wacky guys, Danny Bush and Tommy the True Newbauer, here on. The Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for tuning us in. We do appreciate it. If you got any questions or comments, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Or email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Greg, you want to win some mini mites, huh? I do. Okay, Greg won some mini mites. He's going to get some. Wait, 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 wait a second. (laughs) Wait, wait. I don't think we can win anything when you're associated with the station. <laughs> no, I can't call in and See, win anything the, the, on a big show or anything. If, of course, they you, don't give anything away if anyway. you, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on. <laughs> right here, right here. He'll explain it to you, Lucy. Okay. The following is paid commercial programming. The views oh, and opinions expressed do not necessarily yeah. reflect those right, of WSSP. So Our views Milwaukee, should reflect this. Well, that means sponsors. I can call in and win stuff then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, did that, I did that stupid NCAA thing. And what do you want to bet that if I'd won that, they'd have said, oh, Bush, you nope. can't do it? Because you're not you're not an employee of Intercom Milwaukee or 105.7 FM The Fan. Okay, well, I'm going to start trying to win stuff then. There you go. Yeah. Okay, what do you got, Greg? All right. The most famous five visitors, which you said one of them was Herbert Hoover. Yep. And the other yeah. one was Eisenhower. Yep. yep. The other three presidents that have fished. The Brule, Boise Brule River. Is Ulysses S. Grant. Wow. Holy Christmas. Grover Cleveland. That's the one. Holy Grover Christmas. Cleveland. And Calvin Coolidge. Yeah, that's the, the yes. I, I remember Herbert seeing Hoover the, on the list there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in addition to Herbert Hoover and Eisenhower. Wow. Yeah. I remember seeing a picture of Coolidge dressed in some funky clothes. <laughs> fish in the, the fish in the Boise river. Brule. I bet it got its name from some French guy. Yep, probably. Boise sounds French, right? Yeah. So it was Brule. Yeah. French, was brule. French fries and a Boise. Like creme brule. Creme salad. Brule. <laughs> creme hey. brule. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. That's fine. So, We're glad you're here as our research yeah. editor. So now I uh, next week I got to bring a five-pack of mini mites for Greg. Uh, you know. The question is, is he going to sell them or is he going to actually no, use them? No, he's going to use them on that little lake that he's on. He's going to be slamming oh, them, man. We're going up to uh, Eagle River in a month. So, oh, really? uh, well, so you got to show yeah. him how to, how to tie them on, Tom, then. <laughs> We'll do that next week. Yeah. We'll take care of you. Yeah. Well, you're, you're our you're producer gonna... here. And <laughs> we take care of producers here. 
Yeah, and you know who we're going to talk to right now? Who? We're going to talk to the no-name bookie. Because oh. you know what's happening today is the Preakness. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, next year, today. I'm going to study up next year, guys. I'm yeah. going to save $100. And Tom? No, me- don't. you don't have to spend that much. You don't have to spend that much. Okay, seriously. But but you and we, I, we're gonna we're gonna do some betting next year. All right, let's study well, it, and we're gonna do all right. it. Good morning, no name. Good morning, no name. Hey, Tommy, what's up? Hey, uh, last week Mark Belling didn't do so good on his picks for the Kentucky Derby, right? Nah, he sucked, man. Yeah, and now what do you think of his picks this week at the Preakness? Well, he's gonna win this week. He's got the two big favorites, so. And and we put our money on that, right? On the two favorites, well, his top four picks, right? Yeah, we took the two favorites and two long shots. Okay, so we got to hope That's for that. That's the way to do it, then. You take the two faves, and then you take the two long shots. Yeah, so that you get a, more of a payback. Gotcha. So, so did you win any money last week? No. <laughs> no. no, you didn't. That's why I'm looking forward to losing money next year what, myself. I'm going to jump right on yeah. this. No name. Was the was the sports book heavily populated in Vegas last week? Yes. They were, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, did you get that red-eye flight back in? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the red-eye. <laughs> Is that what they call it? Yeah, well, he didn't have enough money to go first class, though, because he didn't win anything. They throw you in a baggage compartment there, no name, and... Yeah. Ship you back. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> uh, put you on a train, yeah. I suppose. So, hey, tell you, Bushy, though. Oh, he's listening weeks. to you. Oh, tell him in three weeks he's got to bet the Belmont Stakes with us. The right. Belmont Stakes, okay. Yeah, he'll bet the Belmont Stakes with us. All right, All right. okay. Because my bet, you know, I, you you bet a lot of money. I don't. I only bet uh, twelve bucks. Yeah, he Which, had a horse yesterday, Tommy. Uh, it was the ten horse in the uh, Pimlico Stakes. Yeah, that horse crushed at twelve to one. Oh, you would have won a lot of money on that. You bet on that guy, right? Yeah, I had him. He did. Oh, good, good job. <laughs> oh, no well, name. Good Meeks. for you. Yeah, you were all on top of that. Hey, I missed the Kentucky. Was it a muddy track? Yeah. Yeah. And did that affect then the outcome? I, yes. I never read anything or followed yes. up on it. it Go did. ahead. Yeah, tell it, us. It tell us, no name. It affected a lot of horses. A lot of horses were getting mud in their face. And the only stop running. Did you notice though? The only guy who didn't have mud on the horse or mud on his clothes was the winner because he was in front the whole darn thing. Well, gee, it's <laughs> funny how that works, Tom. <laughs> well, I mean, he nor, normally these guys will come from behind, you know. So the horse that won was that a he, he, long shot or was that one of the favorites? No, he was the favorite. Yeah. Oh, so he came through despite the conditions. Yeah. Despite the Michael conditions. Jordan returned to the court, yeah. sick with the flu, yeah. the favorite and one. All right. Well, uh, I'll be calling you right after the race, no name. Yeah, and I'll, you know, I listen, I'm not afraid to bet more than 12 bucks like my compadre Tom here, no name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, no name. All right. All right take we'll care, man. Guys. Talk to you later. Bye. All righty. Bye. Well, yeah. I'm going to give you the... Uh, Do you want Belling's rundown? No, because we know uh, what is it nine for today or the Belmont number four, five, nine, and two are those his top four? Uh, his top four that is, but not yeah. that order. Oh, right, yeah, top right. order. He has actually he has the uh, the second favorite to win Classic Empire winning the race, and he has the Kentucky Derby Derby winner always dreaming finishing second. But here's the problem: the one guy is seven to five, one horse, seven to five odds, which yeah. is not always good. dreaming. 
That, which is, it's not great for your. You're not going to uh, get paid. For your squat. Exact, you're not going to get paid much unless if those two top horses come in first and second, and you got them bet, you, you're not going to win much. But if one of those other two horses comes in with them, because what we're going to do, Bushy, next week when you bet the Belmont, it's a two dollar bet. Is it next week or three weeks? No, from now? Belmont is three weeks. Okay, got. I got but time if you to take, study. If Greg. you got a two dollar bet and you box it, box that's it. a twelve dollar bet then. So now. Just listen to what happened. Now, maybe a caller will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just going to round out the numbers. You've never been wrong. If you, got, if you bet a $1 bet and got an exacta, it paid a little over $300 for a $1 bet. $1 bet for if an exacta? If you bet a $1 bet and got the trifecta, that was over $8,000. If you bet a $1 bet and hit the superfecta, which is four horses instead of three coming in your top four, over seventy six thousand dollars, and you know what? One year, Sal, our friend from Marchese Produce, yeah, him and his buddy, you know how they they picked the Kentucky. This is like eleven years ago, I think it was eleven or twelve years. He went big. Is that how he built the what, Marchese Empire? No, what what they what his buddy did. He says we'll just take horses in slots number two, four, six, and eight. That that's how they bet. And the following year, they say okay, we'll take horses one, three, five, seven. You know, but this is how he did it, right? Even odd. They won the Superfecta. They won over $70,000. How much? Over $70,000. Him and his buddy, after taxes, had a split. How much did they bet up front? Uh, they, there wasn't that much. A couple hundred I, I mean, bucks? Maybe a hundred bucks a piece. Because they had other bets in there. they won a super one? But they won a Superfecta. Oh, my God. So after taxes, they each got, like, I don't know, around thirty grand, whatever it Jeez. was. So he went out. Now, listen to this. I, I hope he's not listening. Oh, well, I'm sure I he hope is. his wife isn't listening. Sure he is. So he went out, and he bought himself a beautiful Harley-Davidson motorcycle, right? So then his wife says, I what want What am I getting? She says, I want one, too. He says, you don't even have a motorcycle license. She went out and got a motorcycle license, he and he had to buy her, her a Harley, and of course they sold it after a few years. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Her bike, her purple so the one. The trifecta. No, no, he got the superfecta. Super. That's where the four horses, fecta. four horses, the top four that you pick, got to come in first through fourth. I got a question, Tom. How about like the Sturgeon Bay Open Bass Tournament? Yeah, there's 125 anglers. Yeah, some of them well-known guys. They ever get a book on any of these tournaments? I don't think so. I've never heard of it. I've Wouldn't never it heard of it. be a good idea, though? I don't know. It'd be I... so hard to predict. Oh, yes, yeah, very guys hard. Guys would be going on oh. the big-name guys yeah. and this and that. Well, and just like the Bassmaster. You could get Master... something that would yeah. pay out. Yeah. You know, the really big names in the country that fish the Elite Series and the Bassmaster Classic and all right. of those, you know, you, you, you might be able to, but I'll tell you what, though, just because, like, you got Kevin Van Dam, who's been great for many years, right? He's in, like, in this tournament that's going down in Toledo Bend right now. Doesn't he do the walleyes? Oh, no, no. Kevin Van Dam is Bass guy. Oh, Bass. You're right. You're and, right. And, right. I'm you thinking know, of a different He's, like, else. in 60th, 70th place, and he's one of the best in the country. So, you know, there's a lot of good anglers. You know, a lot of good bass anglers. Matter of fact, there's a lot of good bass anglers up here in, like, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan. Matter of fact, Van Dam's from Michigan. But the thing is, is that in order to fish those big tournaments, you got to have two things. you got to have time and money. A lot of people have the time, but they don't have the money. And a lot of people have the money, but they don't have the time. So what you, you, what you really See need, Bushy? Works, Greg? Hey, you, what you really need? You need a, a wife that's got a really good job and makes a lot of money. I you think know? you should just go up there, Bushy, and uh, run yeah. your own little... 
pool. Let's get the your own gambling. little pool. Yeah, it's not what gambling. It's, it's a contest. Yeah, and and, and yeah, here's what I'll go, do: pushy. I'll have Tom bake a couple cherry pies, <laughs> and I'll set up a little hut, and I'll be under. I'll just it'll be like a fake cherry pie selling stand, but they'll get more than pies mm-hmm. when they come by my pie stand. You just uh, yeah. you got the juice. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you even do odds on that stuff? You you wouldn't even be able to do just odds. Make up your own. I don't know. Make up Just your own, Tom. But then don't forget, if somebody hits big, you got to pay out. Well, I'm going to be collecting lots of money. Oh, I'm going to be collecting all this money from the okay. schmoes of the world who want to yeah. want to bet. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm going to run a gambling empire. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, and now, uh, of course, the, the, local, the, the local cops are listening right now here in Hales Corners. Well, gonna you know, go they're going to be, my... be pulling Listen, up to your truck this morning. <laughs> I've got lots of jobs. I'm a fishing guide, radio uh, host, writer, yeah. relationship counselor. Yeah. Yeah. Like what you just said, all he's doing is selling pies. I wear multiple yeah. hats. Yeah. So, just selling pies. Just selling just, pies. Just he's... selling pies here. Would you like a slice, officer? You know what? If, <laughs> if, if you want to get a pie that's 12 to 1 odds yeah. or something, yeah. that don't okay. look like no cherry pie. Yeah. So now, you know, we're going to get out of this craziness and go to yeah. a break. Hey, uh, when yeah. we come back. I'm yeah. going to talk about a little turkey. Can okay. I talk some turkey? Yes. But before you do your turkey, we got to talk about if your brother Tim won or lost in the Larry Smith, oh, Larry I'll tell Smith, you what. But I got a turkey And then we'll report. go to turkeys. Do yep. we need and a new a, contestant? Huh? Do we need a new contestant? Oh, yes. We need a contestant for the Larry Smith, I'll tell you what contest. All you got to do is pick under or over eight and a half times that he says it. So you can pick nine or over or eight or less. And... Uh, Call 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Watch the show tomorrow at 10 a.m. on Channel 18 here, or you get it on cable, whatever. Anyway, and, uh, you know, we'll see if you win that beautiful $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanagall. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you live and certainly unrehearsed, if you haven't been able to tell, from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. Yeah, we got Matt on the line from Pewaukee. Good morning, Matt. Morning. All right. You watch the Larry Smith Show, right? Correct. And uh, last week, Danny's brother, Tim, he took. He said he was going to change it, and he took the over 9-plus, right? Well, he did not win. It was under again. I think somebody told Larry. I'm sure he did. I think he did. But then again, you realize he last week's show he didn't talk much. There was a lady talking a lot, so so he didn't talk too much. But he had a couple right away, you know, and then a couple at the end. So anyway, what do you think it's going to be, Matt? I think it'll be eight and under. You you're gonna go. I'm gonna write this down. Matt has eight. Under, yeah, he's going with the good, eight or under. Good call. Now, is Larry Smith on today as well? Uh, uh, he might be on cable. I don't know. He might be on cable. I'd like today. to watch today. Yeah, uh, I think he's it's up on in Fox Sturgeon Bay fishing. What is it? Fox Sports. He's on. Do you know Matt? Um, I just watch him on Channel Eighteen. Yeah, so do I. Eighteen yeah. on Sunday. Is it at ten that he's 10 on? Ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Right. Dang it. So, but but there is a cable station he's on today. Fox Fox Sports One, I think it is, or Fox North. 
Something like that. Greg, our producer, will get right Yeah, he'll that. find Thanks, out. Greg. All right, Matt, I got up. your info. I got your your uh, prediction. And uh, if you, if he says it eight or less, I will be sending you that $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages oh. in McGonagall. Okay? I'll tell you what. I hope I win. I'll All tell right. you what. I hope you do, hey! too. <laughs> All right. See ya. You know, right. hey, bye. bye now. All right. What you got? <laughs> Television schedule. Okay. For Larry Smith. Are amazing, Greg. Fox okay. Sports Wisconsin and Fox Sports North. That's on Sundays at 7:30 a.m. Oh. Oh. WTV WVTV CW18 Sundays Milwaukee at 10 a.m. Yep. And Fox Valley and Milwaukee on Spectrum Sports on Time Warner that's Time Warner Cable Sports Channel. Yeah. On Sundays from uh, at 11 a.m. So basically, the earliest you could see it, Bushy, is on uh, seven thirty. Seven thirty on Fox. Sports. Fox Sports Wisconsin. Yeah. And Fox Sports yeah. North, or the latest you could see it would be eleven yeah. on Spectrum Sports, but that's only if they have Time yeah. Warner Cable, which is now Spectrum. Yeah. So most people around here watch it on Channel eighteen. I, I, I think. You know, we were just talking about Bucky's, and that just yeah. sparked my. I got to go down there and pick up some of those. I think they were the bacon cheddar sticks, yeah, not real yeah. hot ones. Oh, those! Are I gotta so maybe good. take a drive those, down there. I, me too. When I'm done with school, yeah, yeah. I gotta go down there and I want to get some of that uh, the tenderloin beef strips. Hey, oh, God. maybe Wednesday. What are you doing Wednesday? Uh, drive down there. I'm I'm free. You could take the dent I'm out of my free. truck too at yeah. the same time. Take there. the dent out yeah, first. Go down. Take a ride to Bucky's. I'd like to get some for my trip to Door yeah. County. Yeah, that'd be good. Those are the good ones. Uh, you know what else I want to get at Bucky's? I gotta call them and find out. I there's a couple of things I've never made a brisket before. A smoked brisket takes like ten to twelve hours, but I want to do a brisket. I've never done that before. I'll probably screw it up, but I want to do that. And I also want to do a pork belly. Hmm. I want to do that too. <laughs> pork belly isn't that like all fat? Isn't that it's, where they get the it's bacon a lot of it's, fat? it's where you get the bacon from, but. If Ooh, you do it right, it's, it's good. really good. Bacon's good. Yeah, you gotta do it right though, because you can get yeah. you can get a piece that you're just it's all fat. Yeah, you're yeah, just non on fat. Yeah, you don't want that, but you you want the felt fat to be melting in your mouth along with the meat parts. You know. So. Okay, but I'm gonna try the other one first. All right, brisket. turkey. Can we talk some turkey? Yes, we got time to talk turkey. Yeah. Too. So anyway, last week I went up, and uh, I decided to use my deluxe Montana. Reaping turkey decoy. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, hold on. What, do we got a call there, Greg? Wait, calls. Phone's ringing off the hook here. Well, we got we got now until 730, and then we got another half hour for turkey talking. I can, so we got a lot of turkey talk. talking. Let's see what's coming in, because it's going to take a while oh. to tell the story. All right. What do we got? What, 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 what do we right? got? Did we say we're giving something away free? The lines were lighting up like the Jerry Lewis telethon. We got uh, two callers. Yeah. We got Ron, and we got Mark from Pewaukee, oh, the well, musky shop. Well, let's take Ron, and he's going to tell us about all those smallmouth he was catching. Good morning, Mr. Ron. We attack at Don Heidenreich. Good morning, guys. Yeah, and you were slamming smallies up in Three Lakes. We had a good trip. Uh, we, we endured a lot of thunderstorms and, and uh, heavy rain, but we had a good trip. Uh, I think we fished five and a half days, and we, we had uh, 83 or 87 smallmouth with like 12 that were like 18 and a half to 20 and a quarter inches. So we had a good trip on that. And 
And, uh, accidentally caught six muskies from 30 to 38 inches. I, I mean, and on that lighter tackle, that must have been a ball catching those, eh? So that's oh, on the three lakes chain, correct? Yeah. Correct, yeah. Now, what uh, are those? Are they pre-spawn, spawn? What's going on? They were actually kind of between pre-spawn and spawn. There was nests that were built, but uh, it, it, in the sequence of things, right, hold that on. when they're pre-spawn, there's a lot of fish around docks, and then they move off the docks into the rocks and boulders to spawn, and so they're kind of in between those two stages. Okay. Uh, it, you know, and what was your technique? Well, we caught some fish early in the week on, on jerk baits, uh, mega bass uh, trick starters and, and uh, lucky craft pointers. And then uh, then we, we got some fish on, on uh, poppers and zigz- uh, walk the dog type baits, zigzag baits. Yeah, spook, spook lures, yeah. yeah. And then uh, then uh, toward the end there, and we got more of the bigger bass okay. we caught on uh, a category of lures called spy baits. And, uh, and spy baits are like a little minnow-looking bait with a little tiny propeller on the front and the back, and you just throw it out and reel it in super slow. And, uh, and they go under the surface. They're not a topwater bait. They're a subsurface bait. Right, they'll run down. Yeah. Well, you can count them down, but we were, yeah. we were running them down about two to three feet down, and... Uh, some of the bigger bass were getting taken on the spy baits. All right. Well, Ron, it sounds like you had a great trip. We did. It was a good time. A lot, oh. lot of thunder and lightning and, and rain, but we had a good trip all in all. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you later then, okay, Ron? Thanks, Ron. All right. all right. Thanks for calling. Bye now. And and guess what, Danny? Next week, Ron's going up north again. He's taking another vacation. That guy has, <laughs> that guy has life made. Yeah, that's why he's got a cottage <laughs> up there, he said. Guess okay, what, dude? Who, Three years from now, my friend, when I retire, I too will have life made. Okay, who else you got on there? Oh, wait a minute. We got uh, Bait Shop on hold from Pewaukee. Mark, thanks. You got him? Yeah, put him on. Is he on? Yep. Oh, hey, good morning, Mark. Dan, Tom, you there? Yeah, Yeah, we're here. What's going on over there at Smokey's Musky Live Bait and Tackle? Dave's not here, but we are. Well, actually, I was uh, calling... We need your help to motivate and mobilize your vast listening audience, all seven listeners of your show. Yep, yep. And patrons of Smokey's Musky Shop. Okay. To know that for some reason, the Pewaukee City Council has decided that the outdoor gazebo at Smokey's has to go. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Why is that? Uh... For reasons unknown to me, Tom, at this point. Well, you know what? We'll have to check into that and report back next week. Well, I guess I'd, I'd like to go a step further and ask your vast listening audience if they would, and then they're fans of the gazebo and the cookouts and the uh, badges and buddies that cook hot dogs underneath there and just being able to take shelter underneath this. Yeah. Would call the Pewaukee City Council on Monday and voice their opinion. Well, uh, that's a good idea. Why, are they going to have a meeting then? Uh, there's already been a meeting, but I guess some complaint by someone was filed, and all I'm asking is that let's, what, you know, let's stand up and voice our opinions. We need a lot of people to call them on Monday or this week and say, hey, yeah, okay. that thing to say. All right. Well, you just got the word out. We got to go to a break. You know, right there's now, always somebody got, bitching about yeah. something, and and there's always somebody. And all it takes in today's world now is that the the uh, greater good of of the uh, 
the complaint of the one outweighs the common good of of, of, the, of, many. of the many. Yeah. And it seems like in, in a lot of things, so you look at politics or whatever, you know, it, it's just ridiculous. We got two more callers on hold, Mark, and we got to go to a break. So thank you for calling, and we'll take care of that, all right? Have a good one. Boys. You too. All right, let's go to a quick... No, let's, Yo, do we well, get, had him. We got, got a phone uh, number. What do we got? He's got one more on hold. We got Dave yeah. from Bucky's. Oh, we got Dave. Good morning, Dave. Hey, Tom. What's up? Hey, just let you know, I do carry the briskets. I am one, and I do carry pork bellies. Oh, you do? Okay, great. Yep. Then I know where to get it. There we go. That's right. All right. That sounds good. Do you have those in stock all the time, or...? 99% of the time. Yeah. 99, all right. And how about those those sticks uh, that that were the jalapeno oh, yeah. bacon the, cheddar? Yeah. Or, bacon. or not, I don't, no, not no, the jalapeno. Not, not the jalapeno, just the, the bacon yeah, cheddar. I think it was the cheddar bacon. Yep, got them all the time. Okay, I'm going to be out there to get some. Yeah, we're, we're both right. going to come out. Take okay, a road Dave? trip. We'll see you, Dylan. All right, thanks, all right. Dave. That was Dave from Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages. All right, now we got to go to a quick break, break, folks. We'll be right back. we got one more call around hold if you want. No, Never mind. Okay, and Danny's going to talk turkey. Turkey, and thanks. Uh, maybe call back during a break and talk to uh, Greg and give the phone number for people to call. Yeah, yeah, if you can get, we the, phone get the phone number for the village so a bunch of, of people can call, yeah. and especially fishermen, because there's lots of, lot of outings. Yeah. Everybody cooks out, and yeah, it's just like a nice the, little area there. Smokey's is nice enough to give you, I mean, to allow you to use their uh, their grills, their, not, the, the gas grills. It, it, I'll and bet it, somebody yeah. that complained is probably some knob who goes in and uses the bathroom there for free all the time. Yeah, probably. All right, we'll be back. Sankey, get that phone number for us. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors Coming to you live from the Bay, Bay, Bay Fish Attraction Studios, studios presented, presented by, by Coleman Insect Repellents. Yes, okay, we got it. Got it. Welcome back to the Bait Bait Fish Attractant Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for getting on the train 22 minutes before we hit the station. And, Tom, you got some info for people to call and yes. voice their opinion about them wanting to tear down the gazebo where yep. all the fishing groups and this, clubs and everybody has their nice little activities. Yeah. This we is, also, real quick, real quick, we also talked to uh, Rick from the bait shop, and right now they're doing a... A lighthouse tournament for for children, and they are letting them use that gazebo for free without yeah. charging them a penny. Well, right. you know they can what? use it and do all whatever yep. they have to do. The cops and bobbers use it for free. Uh, the other stuff. There, there's a lot of people who get the use out of that. As a matter of fact, if you come out with a group of people and you go fishing and you want to come in and have some lunch, they'll let you use the gas grills there, sit under the gazebo if it's raining or whatever. And here, I'm going to give you four names and four numbers. They're the people of the Common Council out at Pewaukee. If you want to call one, two, three, four, excuse me, five people, if you want to call them and express your concern, tell them don't tear that down. Here we go. Ray Grosch, G-R-O-S-C-H. His phone number is 262-719-0388. Here's another one. Brandon Bergman. 414-465-8160. <coughs> excuse me. Jeff, <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
Jeff Kara, 414-573-3460. Colleen Brown, 262-650-8327. And Jerry Wamser, 414-507-8376. If you're interested in looking that up, just go to... Yeah, the website, the Common Council. Uh, yeah, what? it's cityofpewaukee.us. And then you can email these folks, too. But I think a phone call is probably better. Yeah, peep, they love... The, they, nothing nothing oh. bothers people more than the phone ringing and lets yeah. you know. Should we call them during the show Any next week? I suppose we could. Next week, we'll call we'll just, every one of them. Let's wake them up at 6 o'clock. I have, I have six lines. We yeah. got six lines. <laughs> we got five people to call. We could call each one next week. What do you think? Yeah, and we say why. Let's, let's see. What's what's the reasoning? I can I can down? get them. I can get two people online at the same time. Okay. Well, we can do one at a time and yeah. in, in wake them up. I might go out there today and uh, take a picture of a bunch of kids in that gazebo, and perhaps you might be seeing that somewhere then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Oh, oh, we got a person calling. I bet you it's on this topic. I don't know. Maybe not. This, you know, this they were trying to do this to John a few years ago. Remember? That they wanted to get rid of the gazebo, that he, and then that's when he put the top on it. You know, well, he put a nicer right, top. They right. said, "Oh, you got to fix that," which he did. He fixed right. it. What do you got? We have Jim on the line. Jim, hey, good morning, Jim. Good morning. This is uh, Jim Buskey, pastor at Lighthouse Youth Center, throwing the the 10th annual Muskie tournament out of uh, Smokey's Muskie Shop. And you're going to be using that gazebo, right? I'm using that gazebo for the 10th straight year, and all the upgrades that John and his team have done over the years have uh, provided just an awesome place for our gathering. And uh, it's just been amazing because I know you're, you've been talking about it, and, you know, John's, you know, gave us this facility free of charge, you know, for the last decade, for 10 years, he's given us this opportunity to use this for our outing to support uh our nonprofit and to raise some funds for the kids in inner city Milwaukee. Well, Jim, I hope you uh, call all these aldermen. You go on that line, that website, that uh, cityofpewaukee.us and get their phone numbers. And else do as well. So, yeah. All right. Now, when is your outing is when our outings right now, right now, the fall classics just kicked off. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, rain's holding off right now. Um, we got, uh, 15 votes, uh, registered and a few of them backed out last second because of the weather, but, uh, they're all slinging baits right now for some muskies. Well, sounds good. Wish the best of luck to yep. them all. Maybe we'll, Hey, well, thank you everyone. Um, and, uh, for what you guys have done. And I thank John for, um, you know, I know he's in heaven now, but, uh, for all his support of our program over the last decade. So gotcha. thank you guys. All right. Yep. Thank you, Jim. See ya. Yep. Talk- Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, Take bye. Care. Hey, Danny, look, at they're even, they're even talking. We were talking about jigs earlier. There's a roundhead jig right on that one, <laughs> on that twister tail. Like, well, I'll be a son of a gun. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> like I was saying before, you can use a roundhead jig. You don't have to have a fancy one. But anyway, okay, <clears throat> you know what? I want to give you time to talk about turkeys. So, All right, take no more calls, Greg. Right, no more calls. Tell them they'll have to wait. Yeah, no more calls. And the big show, they just let them on hold yeah. for 80 minutes. Right. We're gonna Let, t- let's just go to break now, and yep. then you'll have boatloads right. of time. You'll okay, have good. time. So we're going right. to go to a break now, and Bushy's going to come back. And we're and on a topic turkey. right now. No more phone calls. I'm going to yeah. even put away the computer. All right, we'll be right back with more. It's the final countdown.
Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Coming to you live from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. We are presented by uh, Coleman Insect Repellents. The uh, weather today is kind of cloudy and winds are light and variable, 5 to 10 miles from the uh, northeast. Uh, traffic's uh, uh, moving slowly along the Edens and uh, Tom's trying. I'm stalling for oh, time. No, I, I just, I I'm, had a, uh, we had a guy write to us to uh, ask us for those phone numbers, and what I did was I forwarded the email from Sankey to I was this stalling, Adam fella. stalling yeah. for time here, Greg, because no, he's uh, you were gonna you're talk carefully turkey. hunting and pecking with his <laughs> yeah, cheater no. glasses on. And yeah. probably takes okay. you about as long to type in an email as I do. Okay. So anyway, I tried the reaping, the Montana reaping decoy, which is like a giant fan, and it's got the little see-through mesh. So yeah. I drive all the way up to Sparta, and <clears throat> I didn't get up there early like I planned on leaving right after the show. I got up there at about ooh, 12.30, quarter to one, and I stopped and I talked to uh, talked to Ron, who owns the property up there, and he was working around his house there, and uh, he uh, gave me an extra turkey decoy, and I said, well, I'm going to go down there and give it a shot. And I found out my blind had gotten totally destroyed in the wind. So I dug that out of his shed, went down there, put that together. And Tom, it was 80 degrees up there. Mm. I was sweating my cojones off. And I'm like, I'm trying to slam some, fortunately I brought some Gatorade in the truck. So I'm drinking warm Gatorade. So then I decide to drive over. He's got a couple hundred acres. I drive over to the other end of the field. And as I come up over Little Knoll, Hen turkey flushes and flies across the plowed field or the old cornfield and lands in the woods across. So I thought, I put the brakes on and I thought, well, maybe there's another turkey down below the hill here that I can't see. Maybe there was a tom with it. So I'm envisioning this strutting tom around the corner. So I go back and get the fan and then I think, this is stupid. There's no turkey around the corner. But something told me. A hunter instinct told me. <laughs> yeah. So I get on my hands and knees and start crawling to this top of the hill and go around the corner and look around the corner to my left. And as I peek my head up over the Montana decoy, I swear to God, I see a black spot down there about 75 yards away. And I'm thinking, no, it can't be. And I crawl a little more and I look and sure as can be, there's a fanned out turkey standing there. Really? So I'm thinking, this is too perfect. This is unbelievable. He's going to charge me. I'm going to blast my turkey in two minutes. So I'm crawling. Now, let me tell you guys, it's 80 degrees. I'm sweating. uh, And you can't really even crawl with the Montana decoy and a shotgun in your hand. Because what you're doing is walking on your knees. Yeah. You're walking on your knees. Now, let me... After about 35 yards of walking on my knees, my left hammy started cramping up. And I'm thinking, God dang, I can't do this. And I'm thinking, (laughs) when's he going to charge? Come on, look over here. And the thing kept looking in the direction of the hand. And then it kind of started walking away from me. So I tried going another 10 yards. Then I stopped. (sighs) Catching my breath, thinking, boy, I really can't cramp up anymore. And I'm thinking, when's he going to charge? And... He kind of stuck his neck and head out, so I'm thinking the god dang thing has to see me. And finally, he he walks away and walks real fast across the, the field around the corner where I can't see him now. And I'm thinking, dang, I should have just come coming towards him because I got to about 60. If I'd had one of those extended t- 
turkey chokes. They got those mm-hmm. special deluxe turkey yeah. chokes. And the Winchester long beard special tight load. I might have been able to take a pop at them, but I just have full choke and some Remington Nitro Express turkey. And you want to make sure you pat- get them, Yeah, too. which pattern good at 40 yards, but I'm not taking anything. So I sprint across the field, get to the corner, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going full out. I'm not stopping. I'm going to gut it out. So there I am, cr- on my knees, walking towards this turkey, and I'm trying to go fast. And this time the thing saw me, it kind of puffed up, but then it turned and started walking fast in the other direction, and off it went. And the way I got it figured is it must have been, I looked at the beard, Tom. Yeah. I think it was a Jake. And I think it was a Jake that probably had gotten its tail kicked by a bunch of big Toms that looked just like me, and it didn't come charging towards me. So it it failed. Had it been a big Tom, it was supposed to come after. But let me tell you the rest of the story. Can I just make one interjection yeah. quick? Now, I'm not a turkey hunter. I've never done that before. But what I've read, if you would have had maybe one of those mouth calls to get its attention maybe, uh, would that have helped? It, well, if I'd maybe if I'd have been – here's what I should have done. Now, now, on hindsight, I could have done a couple things. First of all, when I saw it down there, I could have backed up got back around the hill where he couldn't see, and I could have snuck through the woods to the marsh and maybe got crawled to the edge of the marsh and okay. blasted it because okay. it wasn't that far, and yeah. it kind of was puffed out looking it was looking across the field the other direction. Okay. I could have put the sneak on it that way. This is all going through my head when you're looking at it, yeah. but then I'm like, well, he's there now. Let's do the use the Reaper. Um, the other thing maybe I could have done is I could have maybe – gone back and got the hen decoy, mm-hmm. crawled out with my Montana fan in front, stuck the hen decoy in, backed oh. up quick, and then I did have a call, which I don't even know how to use, but I could have done a cluck or two on yeah, it. Yeah, And yeah. maybe see, maybe it would have seen that hen and come running. Yeah. So okay. it's all hindsight now. Okay. But let me tell you what. This is this is the good part, the golden lining of it. I have come, I have stumbled upon a workout which I'm going to make millions. I'm going to market it next January when they put all those exercise <laughs> P90X and all this other yeah. stuff. Because let me tell you, my butt was sore for four days. They talk buns of steel workout, dude, has nothing on walking on your knees in a plowed field. Great. Walking on your knees, and I've done, I've squatted 400 pounds plus for reps in the old days. I've done lunges. I've done everything there, you know, to work the lower body. This had nothing, I, none of those things. They all pale in comparison to the workout. So you got buns of steel now? But we'll get yeah. walking on your knees. Unbelievable wow. because you're using the buttock muscles. Yeah. And let the me tell you, Maximus. And my, you know, my. <laughs> Butt's already, you know, chicks tell me pretty tight and solid as it is, but it's Go even check more it out, solid Greg. today. After, <laughs> Greg, go check it out. <laughs> after that, they're not really too comfortable with that, guys. Oh, Just boy. take the chick's word for it. So, anyway. Chicks, what chick? Oh, i kind of a drought lately. So, anyway. Anyway. I'm going to market it. Yeah. We could make a special pad and then like market those knee pads like the uh like the uh roofers use and stuff yeah and you could incorporate that in a workout i guarantee it some physical therapist out there listening to me listen guys and the core too it forces you to be upright and works your your lower back the lower lumbar region and your abdominals yep so it's a great workout i learned that but guess what I would prefer that the turkey come to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. If I try it again, I'm just going to put that reaping decoy out and, and have him come running to me. So I'm going to go up with my brother Tim up to Oshkosh today. And tomorrow, he's working on getting his third turkey. And he had his big fan decoy out, his reaper. And he had three Jakes come and run right up to him yesterday. Now, wow. I had the one Jake that got us scared and went away. But maybe when they're in a group, and he said there was one that seemed to like to be the bigger, tougher one. Yeah. They're all following their big buddy. And they came running right up to him. So I'm going to go up there today, up near the Oshkosh area, and hunt tonight. And if he talks me into it, Tomorrow morning, but then you got to get up at three in the morning. I, getting up at four thirty for this show is bad enough. Getting up at three for a turkey, I don't know. We'll see, but we'll keep you tuned. But it was a fun time. It really was a good time turkey hunting. I, I had fun seeing them. The next morning, I went out and I spotted another turkey about three hundred yards away. Um, so I, I tried to put the sneak on that one. I couldn't tell what it was. That turned out to be a hen. Um, and then I was working my call and I swear to God, I had some turkeys answering me. Yeah. I'm sure they were turkeys. Yeah. They were making a call just like they, I was. They, they were, I was with the call. They were talking to you. Yeah. 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 Then I lost the little thing that you, you, you rub against, uh, uh, it's the box. The or box. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, <laughs> there's like a little stick Yeah. and you rub and you're, you, you, you lost start, it. Yeah, I fell out of my pocket. So then I grabbed a stick in the woods, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. And at first I couldn't get nothing. I was grinding the stick down. Oh god! Six inch stick was yeah. down to three inches. Got to be like a, a hardwood and uh, a little bit more of a right. roundish point and, to and, it. And, yeah. and then you put sandpaper on. I don't know. I got to go online study some. T- well, my brother will show me how to call. I've yeah. never done this before, but he loves it. He he loves the turkey mm-hmm. hunting. He says it's as much fun as deer hunting. So, yeah. Yeah. But his fan is such that he doesn't have to go on his knees. He just crouches down. He's got oh. this giant. So I think I need a Montana turkey decoy that's about three times bigger. So I don't have to <laughs> so walk, just walk on my knees. There. Yeah, you can just, yeah, walk, you just walk towards him. Hey, I just have an update real quick. On next week's show, we're going to have a special guest, Lori Scherf. She's uh, the owner and operator of Boo Buck Musky Baits. Uh, not only that, but her and her husband are avid anglers and hunters. So we're going to get a woman's perspective next week on all this outdoorsy stuff. Yeah, she can check out your buns of steel. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Instead of no, Greg. we better not. I think she's married. We better. We got to be nice. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we, we're we'll just have kidding. To be nice. Wait, nobody's. We'll have yeah, to be we're nice. We're on a family show here, Tom. <laughs> Well, you're talking about the buns. Well, listen, I tell you what, I stumbled upon an exercise technique that I don't think's been invented. Because in today's world, they do all kinds of goofy things. They got tubes and tires. So so the gluteus maximus was very sore, huh? Holy crap. You wouldn't believe. Really? Yeah. Walking on your knees. Wow. Through a plowed field to shoot a god dang turkey. Why don't I just go to the store? You know, I'll tell you what. Now, are you upright? When you were on your knees, yes, were you? I was yeah. on my upright because yeah. I I had the shotgun in one hand and, the, and I can't rest my hand in the into Montana the dirt with that. Decoy and the I got other. the Montana decoy with a little stake and you can't really rest on that um, either. It really sucked. You needed a, it was exhausting. You needed, a, you needed a third or fourth arm there. <laughs> so that some. then I set up the next morning. I put the Montana decoy, the fully fan decoy, in the field and I sat yeah. down in a nice lounge chair in the edge of a marsh. I set up and I thought. Time to let the turkeys come to Dan Dan. Did you doze off? Rather than Dan Dan goes to the turkey. What? Did you doze off? I can't sleep in the woods no? for some no. reason. Do you I have need a someone to sing me a lullaby. 
Nope. Always stressing safety and sobriety when in the great woods. Hunting and drinking don't mix. And and drugs either. They don't mix either. Oh, I had a few Advil. Oh, well, I don't mean those kinds. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> you mean some greenery. Some Advil to yeah. go along with my steroids yeah. to work yeah. my buns of steel. Yeah. Some greenery. Yeah. Some greenery, yeah. yeah there are a lot of people who get busted for the greenery out there. Out in the, the woods? woods? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Our ward- I'm going to have to ask our buddy Warden yeah, Graffy if they're... I- if they're busting them for the weed. I read that stuff, you know, the the, the rest. Yeah, they do it. Guys, okay. okay, that's all I got. That's Tell all I got. listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents from the Baitmate Fish Attraction Studios. Talk to you next week. Let's fight for our gazebo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.